0: Hello everyone, this is a quick message from your host Chris Doyle. This YouTube video has been designed as an audio only podcast. You can listen here on YouTube, but don't forget to search us and find us on your podcast providers. You can get us anywhere, all the main ones, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Search for us, find us there and enjoy the show. Welcome to What You're Drinking with your host, Chris Doyle. Hi everyone, welcome to What You're Drinking podcast. I'm your host, Chris Doyle. And again, a little bit different this week. I've tried, I've, uh, week one I've had a guest um, on an audio version. Week two I've tried a video version as well. This week... Week number three, I did have a guest lined up. Um my fault. Um I had to cancel the interview this week. Um life got in the way, very busy week for me. But um I will I'm pretty confident I'll have him on next week and um we'll have a chat and discussion about some of our things. He has a YouTube YouTube show out there as well. If the guest was the one and only the great Harry Barnett. Um, pretty confident we're going to line things up this week, so I'll have Harry on next week for sure. But this week going solo, it's audio version only. There w- won't be a YouTube video. I'll upload it to YouTube, but there won't be a video. It won't it, I won't be on camera this week? Just don't have time to get all that stuff set up this week. Like I said, it's been very very busy for me. But uh, my plan was to run down the first ever. Wednesday Night War, I watched AEW Live, loved the show, um, it was fantastic, wanted to watch NXT as well, I haven't got around to it yet unfortunately, so this show is going to be purely a rundown my thoughts and opinions on AEW Dynamite, first ever debut show on TNT, um, I got it through the Fight TV app, the $4.99 a month, subscribe to ITV Plus on Fight TV, perfect, awesome, no um, issues with it at all. Fantastic as it runs through the commercial breaks in the U.S., we get to just watch, look at the ring. If there's nothing going on, if there is something in the ring, I'll get into it as we go through the um, the rundown of the show. But you know we can see everything and hear everything, so it was a really good experience using the AEW Plus app. Again, people around the world may not be happy they have to use it because it is $4.99 a month we're not getting it for free, especially those in the UK that um, I believe have had, I'm still seeing rumblings about the, the coverage in the UK, people watching on ITV, even though they've done a replay now on the Friday and they've put it on the ITV hub, kind of the ITV catch-up service, it's a very edited down version of the show. Seems to be 15 minutes of material, not including the ad breaks from the American version. So there is some editing and things being cut out. Um, you know, I don't know because I'm using the AEW app, so I'm not missing anything, but I would highly recommend it. If you've got the, the five bucks a month to, to spend on it, go for it. It's, it's really good. Okay, going to get straight into the rundown. It started off AEW Dynamite, hot crowd, was fantastic. Um, first out was Sammy Guevara. Um, he was coming out to take on Cody. I wasn't blown away by this opening match. I did have some one thing to wondering when Sammy Guevara came out. He has this big panda thing on his head. You know, nobody explained to me why he's dressed like a panda and he's got it on his head. He comes out, he does a pose at the top of the stage. Then he just takes the panda thing off and walks to the ring in his tights. And, you know, what is the point? I just didn't get it. I don't understand it. But it's a minor thing. It would be nice if somebody explained to me why he, he's wearing a panda. But uh, it didn't worry me too much. didn't, it? you know... It was even though I wasn't blown away by the match it was an opening match, it was a standard match it was okay, Sammy done some great things in there, Cody looked good as well the whole atmosphere and the stage, the entrance ramp the stage all looked brilliant massive arena, big crowd it was a really good opening to the show good start, Cody gets the win um, and I enjoyed the beat down from Jericho after the match it was it was a great hot opener then you get the the sort of um, advance of the storyline with Cody going to full gear to face Jericho at the first um first official pay-per-view from the from the start of the company. So so everything was good, really enjoyed it. You know, some false finishes in there. It was a really good match and a great start and Yeah, no complaints at all apart from his panda head. I don't really know what that was about or get that. Next up was MJF coming out. Cut a promo on his way to the ring. Fantastic. The guy is an absolute star. Doesn't give just Don't give a shit attitude. Even though he's a bad guy, you know, heel at the minute, I don't think it'll be too long before the fans start cheering him and if they just book him that right way and sort of edge him slowly into that character, I think he'll be phenomenal. Make them lots and lots of money. He was up against Brandon Cutler. Um, the commentary team here done a really good job, in my opinion, of telling us who Brandon Cutler was. They done it not so much in other cases, but here they have done a really good job telling us he was a boyhood, um, ch- friend, childhood friend of the Young Bucks. He went away from wrestling for a bit, started a family, you know, had kids. Now he's come back in, and he's he's gotten this opportunity um with the uh, with this new company due to the young Bucks and and he he done okay it was it was a relatively short match you know MJF used some nice heel tactics in it using the ref you know claiming he got his, he's getting his hair up all ref 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 and then he he does something dirty to take him down when the ref's not looking fantastic all it needed to be got MJF over and sort of established, established who Brandon Cutler was I again, very happy with the standard match and it was good, exactly what it needed to be then in between we um, got to a bit of silliness with Jay and Silent Bob in the crowd Kevin Smith and whatever the other guy's name is but um, they were in the crowd bit of an interview, bit of promotion there for Jericho starring in their upcoming movie as a role in it but you know it was really weird the two guys came out at first i didn't know who they were two guys dressed in the fluorescent green nobody told me who they were i had no idea i go who the hell are these two right these are two i thought it was um um the best friend guys but it's not I, I realize now a couple of days later that it was actually Helico and jack evans but I, I forgot that i've only seen them once on one of the the buy-in shows but uh I'd actually forgotten about them, so I didn't know who they were. Then Private Party came down, I knew who they were, I remembered Private Party. They came down and they didn't do anything, you know, there was nothing happened. Didn't do a thing, just handed Jane and Silent Bob like a drink and walked away again. And then the camera cut and you don't see the guys anymore. No idea what it was about, I don't think it was necessary, you know. It's the first ever show for AEW. I didn't think they needed to be doing, you know, celebrity guests. Just do your show, and, and you don't need that sort of, you know, f- extra fluff and padding around it. I don't think it was necessary. Wasn't a f- big fan of it. And again, I really think that commentators should be telling us all the time who these guys are because I, I was sort of lost during that segment. Lucha Bros and SCU then had a, a bit of a scuffle and a promo back and forth on top of the stage. It was fine. No problem with it. It was sort of just established, you know, we're in the tag team division. This is what you're gonna see coming up in the next few weeks. It was everything it needed to be. It's nice to see a couple of guys up there, A one or sorry, nine one one from E C W and Dean Malenko and stuff coming out. So yeah, it was it was fine. Everything you know. Can't, no complaints or anything else really more to say about it. It was a little promo segment on top of the stage. At this part of the show, I wrote down I'm really liking this commentary team. I think JR is getting more comfortable with the performers that he's talking about. He's, you know, come leaps and bounds from the first show that I've watched, the first show I watched with him. And Excalibur is fantastic. I think he's the best commentator I've heard since. Probably JR back in the 90s. I don't know if anybody really better, you know, smiles better. Although Michael Cole gets a hard time, he is good, but I think Excalibur is fantastic. And Tony Schiavone um, added to this team. It's just absolutely fantastic. I really like him and JR together. They've that history and sort of bounce off each other. And he's actually making JR sound better, you know. It's like two older guys and then the younger the younger guy I think it's fantastic and everything's really starting to sound good so <coughs> next up was that excuse my cough next up was the page versus pack match so this was one of the instances on the fight TV app the entrances were done for normal TV in the US then they cut to break and you could see that they cut to break the commentators you know, stop talking, it goes quiet. But you kind of see Neville just doing or sorry, Pac, just doing the um, you know, the heel tactics of rolling into the ring, pretending he's gonna fight, standing up man to man with Paige, and then nah, ducks out, takes his powder, walks around, shouts at the fans, things like that, back in, you know, for three minutes. Great stuff that you know you don't get to see unless you're there. It's really good things that builded atmosphere in the place and it was great to see that and fun to watch that on the fight app and I really like some of the high arena shots I don't know it was during this match I really noticed it and I'm not sure exactly if they'd done that on the TV production or if that was just during the ad ad break where they'd really pan out the guys would be wrestling and fighting in the ring but really really long shot and you can see that whole arena uh, it was really fantastic, and I hope I hope that was shown on TV because it really added to the whole big fight feel to the event. The match itself was solid. It's kind of tough when I'm not, you're not really overly invested in the characters yet, but it was a decent match. I really was confused by the finish in this one. The ref Earl Hebner, I believe it was the ref in this one. He just, once pack got Paige in a, his uh, submission it used to be the Rings of Saturn you got some other name for it now um, Page hadn't actually tapped and he hadn't passed out he was screaming and the ref just called for the bell it, it was just so confused why did he call for the bell no other ref is doing that in any of the other matches people get people others into submissions to try to make it to the ropes Page was right beside the ropes. You would think if he just reached a leg or an arm out, he woulda got there. But the ref called for the game. Is it a storyline with Earl Hebner being, you know, a crooked ref or something? Maybe that's the way they're going. But it was a bit confusing, and I don't think the commentators touched on it being confused. You know, like why did the ref stop the match when he hadn't passed out or wasn't in it very long either? He was only in it for like. 10 15 seconds, so that was a bit confusing, but otherwise, good TV match, no, no, um, complaints at all. Show is going along very nicely now, I'm really enjoying it, and um, it's definitely the best AEW show I've seen so far. Then we had the women's championship match for the inaugural AEW women's champion, we had Riho versus Nyla Rose. So, with this match, I'm just going to say it, I don't like the idea, the, in theory, the idea of a transgender woman competing in the women's division. I don't like it. I don't think it would happen in real sport. I don't think it should happen in real sport. Um, there is a case at the minute in Australia where I live, in the AFL, the Aussie Rules Football League, where there's a, a man and he's gone through his... his is uh, transgender change, he's now a woman but he wants to play in the women's AFL and the women's Aussie rules I don't think it's right, it shouldn't happen physically he's made up genetically different you know, there's different qualities that's the uh, reason why the leagues are separate in the first place otherwise everybody would just play together strengths and weaknesses in the makeup of a male and female. Just because you go through the change, um then there's by going through that change, you know, you take substances, whether it's you know, estrogen to become more feminine qualities and testosterone to go the opposite way, then you're starting to chemically imbalance the genetics. So I don't agree with it and don't think it should happen, but this is wrestling, so I kind of overlooked that, I kind of put that out of my head, it's not a real sport, it doesn't bother me as much, you know, Santino won the women's championship in WWE, China won the IC title, so it doesn't really bother me that much, but it's always kind of lingering in the back of my head, um, with that being said... The match itself, Nyla, to me, has looked pretty sloppy in the past. You know, pretty reckless at times. But in this one, I thought she looked a lot better. And I've seen a lot of improvement. If I nitpick about the ma- match itself, I think Nyla sold a bit too much. It lost a wee bit of the believability factor. Um, I was sort of wondering how this little girl was able to... To um, you know, cause so much offence on have so much offence in this match on Nyla Rose and she was doing so much damage, kind of, kind of lost the believability factor. But at the end of the day, there was nothing overly wrong with the match. It was a good match. There was a couple, another sort of mistake that happened during the commercial break. Speaking to a friend of mine. America and he was saying that he noticed it too when they came back from commercial at one stage. Nyla had done this big, I, I was watching the fight app and Nyla done this big knee to the back as, as Riho was over the top rope. Bang, you would have thought that was the count there. Massive big impact move. She kicked out, got her into an STF, held her there, you know, for two minutes probably during the commercial break seemed like as soon as they came back from the commercial break, she just let go of the hold. there was no you know it looked as if Rio was even passing out from it. You would think the ref might do a stoppage or something there. There was no tap, no reaching the ropes. She just dropped her and let her out of it because in my opinion, they'd just come back from break and had to get on with the match, so that was a bit of a mix up. I don't know how well it was projected on the on the American telecast but um, you could definitely see it on the app and Riho became the new champion at the end of the day one thing I found out of that match as well is I think we've found Kenny Boland's new favourite wrestler, I think it's going to be Riho, he's got a thing for those little Asians so after the match Nyla attacks and Kenny Omega makes a save, which again I didn't fully understand on that, he's got a his match later on. I know behind the scenes, you know he looks after the Japanese wrestlers, and he's the scout for that side of it. But do you really need him out there? You know he's got a match later on up next. In fact, did we really need to see Kenny out there to make the save? You know, could could you not have used somebody else, Doctor Britt Baker, get her down to make the save? But it is what it is. It wasn't too bad. Next up, the Elite versus Jericho and LAX. The match had hardly started. A couple of minutes and then Moxley showed up and started fighting through the crowd with Kenny into this makeshift VIP area. And then Kenny, or Moxley grabs Kenny into the last deeds or dirty deeds or whatever it is. I don't know what he calls it now. Through the, a glass coffee table. Big moment. That was it. We didn't see them anymore. That was them out of the match. So it left a three on two situation pretty standard tag with the three heels keeping all the heat on the outnumbered baby faces I love some of the um energy and the comebacks that the Young Bucks done in this it was fantastic you know some of the I've never really seen a lot of the Young Bucks just what I've seen on AEW I don't didn't follow them on the independents and all but they look really really good I'm, I'm, I'm really liking them, so I'm looking forward especially to next week. I believe um, their first round match and the tag team tournament's coming up, so I'm looking forward to that one. The Heels end up winning because they had the, the Young Bucks outnumbered. Then we get Cody coming out, then Sammy Guevara coming out, then Goldust comes out. Then the big surprise at the end was Jack Swagger. Wow, he's the big surprise this one. Doesn't excite me that much off the bat to be honest. You know, he was sort of a mid quarter in WWE. But it was a really good angle, you know, at the end of the show. Got lots of places they can go now. A lot of name a lot of big names were in that ring at the end. You know, Hager, Jack Jake Hager and Gold Dustin can pair up. That could be a match going forward for full gear. Then you've got the Bucks and LAX are LAX going to get involved next week in their tag team tournament match maybe pull them out of the maybe pull them out of the uh, the tag tournament that might free up space for somebody else so all these things going. It's, there's lots of possibilities now going forward and overall I love the show I'm very happy I paid the 5 bucks for it looking forward to tuning in next week it was awesome best experience I've had watching AEW yet lots of this silliness and stuff I don't like in other shows in the past it's all sort of forgot about it's just now next week is when they really have to build on this and keep getting better and keep putting out shows to this quality I am kind of concerned how it's going to be or how I'm going to feel whenever they start introducing um, Jimmy Havoc and Cassidy with his hands in his pockets, stuff like that. I don't really, I really don't like that stuff, but I know it's going to come eventually. So I want, I just wonder if uh, there's more, more good than bad that um, it doesn't put me off too much. The ratings came out, and I, um. AW Blue NXT out of the water 1.4 million to NXT's um, 890,000 just shy of 900k say. so over half a million viewers difference almost yeah sorry, trying to work out the percentage of that <laughs> 1.4 million half million. 30 odd percent more is that right? 30% more Whatever, it was a massive, massive um, win for AEW on the first, first night. I haven't watched NXT yet. I've heard that it Get is a good show. Like I said earlier, life gets in the way sometimes. It's been a very busy week for me. But uh, I've heard a few things about it. I've heard that Finn Balor has come back and he is now on NXT. Hopefully there's no crossover there. I don't want to see him flip back and forth great addition, brings a bit of star power to the um, USA Network, people know who he is, he's an NXT originally um, NXT guy, so it's a good addition, I'd also like some others there, Cesaro is my main one, I'm a big Cesaro fan, I think he can really shine in NXT and uh, I'm interested going forward, I'm still going to try and watch that show, I might try and watch it Maybe tonight, this being Saturday, um, but I have just finished watching Smackdown this morning, which airs on Saturday mornings here, just with the time difference. Um, that was a fantastic show too. I'm not going to do a rundown of Smackdown. Um, I'll let, I let a few days or so pass. I don't know if I'm ever going to do a rundown of Smackdown, but... Uh, it was, I, I loved SmackDown. I thought it was the best WWE show I've seen in a long time. They've really upped their game. They really threw everything out there. Because, maybe because of NXT's superior show. or Not NXT, excuse me, AEW superior show on Wednesday. Um, It was fantastic. But how can it not be? They had The Rock. The Rock was there. Holy shit, the goosebumps all over me when the Rock's music hit came out. Didn't miss a beat, as perfect as ever. Him and Becky looked great. Becky got a bit of a rub off the Rock. Baron was the perfect guy to do it against. Baron Corbin's just perfect He's doing such a fantastic job as well. Um, How could it not be a good show? I'm not doing a rundown I'll just say a few things about it The Firefly Funhouse with Bray Wyatt Incredible Fantastic, funny stuff And then just when he changes it and goes into that Fiend mode It's just so good, such a good promo Um, I really hope they go all in With him at Hell in a Cell Hope he becomes a champ Um, I did notice on the signature Intro to Smackdown You had people like Roman Reigns, you had Seth Rollins had Becky Lynch you had Braun these are all sort of apart from Roman Roman's the Smackdown guy but those other three Seth Braun and Becky are raw talent at the minute so after the draft are are we going to see the switch there there was no um, there was no Bray Wyatt on it so maybe he's going to stay in Raw that's where I'm thinking maybe the Universal title goes to Bray Wyatt I hope it does I really, really hope it does at Hell in the Cell. Braun Strowman then was in, involved in an eight-man tag. I'm not getting into everybody, but it was just a big thing to set up with uh, sort of an angle with Tyson Fury at the end. The undefeated, best, linear, heavyweight boxing champion in the world right now, Tyson Fury, was up ringside, jumped the rail, guards came, You know, we all know it's set up, but it was awesome. The energy out of it, fantastic. I'm a big boxing fan too. I'm a big sports, combat sports fan. So for me to see Tyson Fury cross over into my WWE world, it was, I loved it. Brock goes on, beats Kofi in nine seconds. Perfect. Works for me. I know a lot of people love Kofi. I'm happy for him. He got his big win at WrestleMania. But he's been the champ for too long. He's he done nothing. It's a forgettable reign. Brock's the right man to have that title. And even better, once Ray's music hit, I was like, oh, okay, Ray's coming out, but he's not going to do anything to Brock. And boy, as soon as I seen Cain Velasquez, incredible. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. A guy who knocked out, technical knockout of Brock in the UFC, took his title off him. Has now come to WWE to take his title off him again. Take my money. Fucking love it. Love it, love it, love it. Smackdown for me was probably just, just edged my favourite show. Because AEW show was so good. They're the only two shows I've watched this week. I think I might have watched, picked the two best ones. Maybe NXT would have something to differ about that but I'm not sure until I watch it but loved love love Smackdown as well but I'm not doing a full rundown there just my sort of quick thoughts on it but that is the show for this week I hope you guys have enjoyed again um, audio version only the video will be up on YouTube but again no picture no video screen off myself I don't have time to set it up today but download the podcast from everywhere you find your podcasts. Apple i, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere you find it. I'll put some links in the video description where you can find it and just search. Just search your podcast app, podcast provider for What You're Drinking. Um, look for the logo. You can find me on Facebook, What You're Drinking. Just search it and look for the logo and on twitter at what you drinking just remember it's what ya drinking y a drop the g in drinking spelling is on the youtube you can't miss it um you cannot mess it up i appreciate everybody listening thank you very much i'll be back next week for sure with my guest the great the one and only harry barnett we will talk some comic books some video games a little bit of wrestling and see what's going on with his channel a bit of 3d printing he's big into the 3d printing as well so we look forward to hearing from from mr harry barnett and uh, again thank you love you all thanks for listening goodbye